Welcome to Outside by Design, the podcast about the business side of creativity in the outdoor industry. I talk to some of our industry's finest leaders, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and creatives about crafting a life and a career based upon being outside. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Outside by Design, the podcast about the business side of creativity. Today is really an interesting day because we are doing a Q&A. So I have Iris here. She's the one who edits the podcast and also sets up all the podcast interviews. So a lot of you have probably emailed with Iris if you've been on the podcast. And Iris has gathered a bunch of questions from people and I don't know what they are. And she's going to ask them to me. So that'll be fun. This is Iris. Hey, Iris. Hey. I'm really excited to hear my own voice. Yeah, for hours. <laughs> While you edit it. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, should we do this? I'm ready. Q&A me. So I think our first question is, what is Wheelie Creative? Oh, a great question. Right? A great question. Um, Wheelie Creative is a creative agency that I started uh, in Crested Butte, Colorado in 2009. And... Um, so this January is our 10-year anniversary. Ooh, ooh, do you hear that car? <laughs> Guy in a Jeep. We're recording this on the deck of the office. You might have to wait. Yeah. And we're back. Uh, but Wheelie Creative is a creative agency that I started in 2009 from Crested Butte, Colorado. And now I moved six years ago up to Whitefish, Montana, and that's where we're based out of, but um, we're a creative agency that believes that life should be lived, felt, and shouted from mountaintops, and so because of that mindset and because of that as our main driving ethos, we tend to work with brands who are in the outdoor industry. Oftentimes, coffee and beer fall into that as well, so we work in those verticals quite a bit too, But uh, and it's awesome. We do tons of content, branding, strategy, video, uh, design, graphic design, content writing, podcasting. Iris does social media for us. So it's it's really great, and I'm really fortunate to have this company and all these awesome employees and all these awesome clients, and life is good. How did you get into graphic design? Oh, wow. So, okay. How did I get into graphic design? I majored in graphic design in college, and... That's because I had started in photography and then my camera got stolen and I didn't have enough money for a new one. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just finish out this degree and go switch to graphic design. Um, and I did. And it turned out to be an awesome avenue for my snowboarding because I was able to work at night and snowboard all day. And that's really the driving force and why I became a graphic designer. I also really like the work. I like solving problems with uh, design. I like, I like creating strong brands. I like saying things with words and I like saying things without words. So it turned out to be an awesome, awesome theft problem with my camera getting stolen. Uh, what's your favorite part of your job? Oh, wow. I love the variety. I love that no two days are the same. I love that we're always solving problems, whether we're talking about how to ranch sustainably or how to uh, make bike wheels that, that look different than all the other bike wheels in the industry or... Um, how to, you know, in, encompass what it, what it feels like to ride your bike in one photograph. So I think, I think the variety is great. I think having a really solid crew is amazing. I'm really, really happy with my team right now. I think 
Um, the people that we get to work with every day are amazing. So I really like the variety. I like the people. And I like that it's like always learning, always pushing and never, ever complacent. I've had, you know, I've basically worked the same job essentially for 10 years, which is forever these days. And uh, I've never been bored. What's your driving force or the inspiration for the work that you do? Hmm. Um, I think that just being a fan of the outdoor industry, I, and starting at the bottom, starting as a shop kid and starting as a snowboard instructor, a lifty, I've done all those jobs from the bottom and worked up as my friends also, some have worked up as well. And so I think, I think for me, the driving force is like keeping authenticity to the outdoor industry and keeping it, um, fun and exciting and not letting people take themselves too seriously and just show like basically safeguarding fun and and showing that like it's still okay to be happy even if you are the most core brand in the industry like it's still good to be fun and happy and um i think that that's kind of the driving force behind everything is like live lightly and live intelligently but we don't have to be so serious and upset all the time as a culture um what do you think the future holds for the snowboard industry and what role will we play in that? Oh man, I love snowboarding. Um I love snowboarding. I've seen so much shift in the industry, but also no shift. So like everyone else in the industry has been progressing and snowboarding has kind of just been doing the same repetitive thing over and over and to the point where like a black beanie and black jeans are almost like the uniform of snowboarding. And it's it was such a outlet for freedom in the past and now it's like conformity at its finest so i think snowboarding needs to go through another rebellion and i think snowboarding still needs to represent uniqueness and like it was always snowboarding started with like the land of misfit toys and they had they found a culture that belonged to them and i think i think that a new generation of people need to take snowboarding and turn it into the culture that belongs to them too and I think Wheelie Creative is going to help help women love snowboarding again and help women feel included in snowboarding. And we do that through photography and video and our wheelhouse workshops where we help women take photographs of action sports such as snowboarding. Um, but I think snowboarding's got a lot of room for improvement in a really good way. What do you do if you're in a creative slump or stuck? I go outside. I ride my bike or I go snowboarding and I go as fast as I can. And I think like in those moments of speed and velocity um, and a bit of recklessness, I think that's when like my mind thinks the most clearly. And so that'll usually do the, do the trick. Would you rather never ride your bike again or never snowboard again? Oh God, I'd rather never ride my bike so that I could snowboard forever. As a podcaster, what podcast do you like to listen to? Uh, Beautiful Stories by Anonymous People is my all-time favorite. I love Chris Gethard, and I think that he is a damn good man. And in a sea of political turmoil, I think women are craving damn good men, and that's why his audience has turned so female. But um, Beautiful Stories by Anonymous People is by far my favorite podcast. What is the weirdest place you've recorded a podcast? This is up there. (laughs) We're sitting on the deck of the office, the balcony. Uh, the closet of the office is a good one. I think the weirdest has been in a camper in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, that's where I recorded a podcast with Jen Gorecki from Coalition Snow. <laughs> and it was like pouring rain the whole time. Since it's been 10 years since you started Wheelie, what have you learned in those 10 years? 
It is. Um, I think, I think I've learned a lot. I think, um, I went through a traumatic brain injury from a snowboarding crash about five years ago. And I think running a company and still maintaining clients and having like my friend Don Rauscher called all my clients and Colin Hammond did a bunch of design and Amanda who works here did a bunch of design for us. And I think like the people who helped to get through that made me realize that having an important team in your life is like everything. And I think also going through that experience made me realize that like there are a lot of things worth almost dying for, but very few things worth actually dying for. And I think also like you can only give so many fucks (laughs) in a day. So like really just the baseline of health and happiness is the most important thing in the world. And then like, I, I don't really get that upset in business ever. I've never yelled. Like I don't get upset because it's not, unfortunately we're not saving lives. We're just making really cool things and having a damn good time and tracking all our results as well. What's next after 10 years? Mm, Well, uh, we're doing a big remodel to the office, which is going to be exciting. Um, and take up a lot of brain power, but for, we're kind of going to do a bit of a rebrand for our 10 year anniversary. I'm working on a giant magazine that I'm, we're going to send out to a lot of people, um, and just being better and stronger and more efficient. And, um, I think there's a lot of really exciting stuff in the, in the line down the line actually. So it's a good teaser. Yeah, it's a good teaser. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> If you could go back in time to 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself? Hmm. So many things. Uh, So many things. I think I would probably tell myself to get my dog scout's stomach staple. They do a surgery now to golden retrievers where they're able to sew their stomach to their rib cage so their stomach doesn't flip because my dog's stomach flipped and he died at age nine. And I think that I would have... If I had one piece of advice for myself, it would be to, to get his stomach sewn to his ribcage. Not work-related at all. <laughs> um, what do you see yourself doing in 10 years? You know, I think that we'll be a better, stronger company, probably a bigger company, working with bigger brands and um, doing more meaningful work. As, as um, I mean, if I look at where I was 10 years ago and where I am today, it's an insane leap. So... I imagine in another 10 years, we're going to be <clears throat> building quite the little empire. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe you'll be on the podcast instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> How many crepes do you think you consume in one year? Oh my God, I love amazing crepes. Um, 60. Because I eat one crepe a week and sometimes I cheat meat too. And amazing crepes. It's the same crepe. Roasted root veggie with Thai yeah, you sauce. Don't veer. I never veer. Don't mess with perfection. That's true. Mm-hmm. Do you take suggestions for podcast guests? If any of our listeners have ideas for who should be on the podcast, we absolutely take. If you want to be on the podcast, or if you have a friend that wants to be on the podcast, nominate them. Um, you can send an email to iris i r i s at wheeliecreative dot com. I'm very excited to receive those emails. Bring them on in. Yeah. <laughs> What advice would you give entrepreneurs wanting to start a business? That it starts with you. So get your shit together. Whatever that means for you to get your head straight and get your head right. Uh, It starts with you. So take care of yourself and make time for yourself. And then 
um, that way you can focus on work and you can focus on other people once you got your head on right. And like, don't be emotional when it comes to business. It's all about fit. And if it's a good fit, it's a good fit. If it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that uh, they're a bad person or whatever. It's business. What's your advice to CEOs and brand managers who are looking for a new agency? Oh, uh, right along the same lines. Get your shit together. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. That... Uh, I think, again, it comes back to fit. So you're going to, this is someone you're trusting with your brand. The agency you hire is someone you trust to elevate your job, make you look good, make you more sales. All, all these intrinsical reasons that you would hire an agency. Um, the, the most important one is at the end of the day is like these have to be human beings that you can trust and that you like and that identify with the culture that your brand has created. Well, identify with the culture that your brand is a part of. Um, and I think that you have to like the humans and there has to be trust. And with trust comes good work, with trust comes results. Um, but at the end of the day, like, is this someone you want to go have a cup of coffee with? Like, are these humans you can talk to if it's not going the right way? Is their portfolio killer? That's obvious. But also, like, will the communication be pleasant? Will the com communication be open? And, you know, is there that level of trust? What's the best thing about working with Creative? Oh man, the staff. These people are so much fun. Uh, they, they're really passionate and they're always researching. They're all a bunch of nerds, myself included. And like, we're always researching things. We're always coming to the table with new ideas and thinking about brands and like staying up at night, unfortunately. Like a lot of my employees will be like, oh, I was up at two in the morning thinking about this project or like I couldn't sleep because of this snippet of code I was working on in my head. Uh, and like just the fact that people care. So like to my staff, thank you for caring. You guys are the best. Yeah. Thanks for caring, Iris. <laughs> Iris sends me reminder emails all the time, which I really appreciate. You're always like, don't forget this. Don't forget that. And I'm like, I would have. I know. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you? What do you think are the most exciting trends going on right now in the outdoor industry? Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully it's not a trend. Hopefully it's a change. Um, but I really like the shift in brands having a really strong stance politically and culturally and socially. And I think that that I hope it's a shift. And and it is a risk for a brand to step out and say that they believe in, you know, conservation of public lands or that they believe in an outdoors that's for everyone. And it is like, a, it's definitely a risk when a brand does that. And I hope it's not a trend. I hope it's a lifestyle change. What do you think brands should be better at? Oh, wow. Across the board. I think saying something strong, having a strong stance. And like, if you don't like fun, you're not a good client for us at Wheelie Creative because we like fun. If you don't like fun, we're not a good fit. Um, and I, and that's fine, you know? Again, there's not an emotional tie to that. Uh, but I think if, um, I think a brand needs to take a really strong stance and people will resonate with that. And yes, it will be polarizing. Not everyone is going to be part of your brand if you take a strong stance, but the people that are part of it are going to be there. They're going to have your back and it's going to be stronger. So the more of that, the better. Would you rather? Mm. 
fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Oh, <laughs> one horse-sized duck. That's my favorite really? interview question. Yeah, one horse-sized duck. I don't like a lot of little things. I like taking down, you know, taking down a whole idea conceptually. Yeah, absolutely. Not a bunch of little things. One giant, giant thing. That's my favorite interview question. If you ever have a job interview at Wheelie, you will be asked that question. So tune in next week uh, when we are talking to a really amazing art director, creative director, producer, awesome human being, musician, Nick Wichman. He's a badass. We're from the same hometown. Um, Nick's the man. He lives in Portland now. So we're going to talk to Nick about all things creative. And uh, you should give him a follow on Instagram, by the way, because his stories are amazing. The production quality that he does on his Instagram stories are amazing. So it's at N-I-C-K-W-I-C-H-M-A-N. Give that dude a follow and we're talking to him next week. Well, thanks for asking all our questions. Yeah, thanks for asking our questions, you guys. We might do this again. So if you have any more questions, drop them wherever. Yeah. You drop questions. Send them, email them to iris at wheeliecreative.com. You can leave them on our social media or DM them to us or... Oh, yeah. Leave them in the comments on our podcast site. Yeah, if you DM them, Iris does our social media, so she'll get your questions through the DM. I'll open them. Mm -hmm. I'll respond. Mm -hmm. I might send you an emoji. Mm -hmm. okay. Party on.